October 8th, everyone, and welcome to the Midwest Horror Network's October 2020 special, where we discuss all of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Today, we are discussing the Season 9 episode, Treehouse of Horror 8. Um, I think this is actually a pretty decent trio of segments we got in this episode. Uh, there were some funny moments. There were some gross moments. Um, but let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. So our intro for this episode begins with the Fox censor uh, crossing out <laughs> jokes in the uh, episode script. Uh, just, you know, just saying like, no, we don't need that. Crosses out. No, we don't need that. Crosses it out. We don't need the crack pipe. Don't need the crack pipe. Laughs hysterically. Still crosses it out. And then he informs the audience that due to his censoring, tonight's Treehouse of Horror will be rated TVG. A tradition that is still kept by Fox today. <laughs> Meanwhile, the yeah. uh, little TVG, what do we call it? Graphic? Well, let's yeah, just say PNG. Okay. Uh, the little graphic behind him as he's talking grows an arm which has a sword and starts stabbing him in the back. And as he's being stabbed, the rating goes up from TVG, TVPG, TV14, TVMA, TV21, TV666, finally, <laughs> as the censor is dead. And then we get the title, Simpsons Halloween Special 8. And then on the couch gag, uh, the Simpson family um, goes to the couch, but then these... Uh, like the, what do you call it? Helmets. The, the helmets from like electric chairs drop on them and electrocute them to death. Very pleasant. It, it, was, it was. It was very pleasant. Jesus. They, uh, amusing intro. I liked this one. Yeah, it was pretty good. Short, yeah. to the point, funny. It was a good intro. It was good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're sort of in the era of just like quick intros. Um, when we get into the later episodes, we start getting some really elaborate intros. Some are good, others not so much. Um, but yeah, we, we're sort of in the air of just the quick intros. Um, so yeah, um, so we go right into the first segment, the Omega Man. Zach, tell us about the Omega Man. Mm -hmm. So I don't really understand this joke, but apparently the mayor of Springfield made fun of, made fun of the French something with frog legs or something like that. <laughs> You're, you're so man you miss a lot of references yeah. so there's a joke that french people are frogs and literally the entire cabinet of the french president were frogs yeah they're laughing and they're like the bottom of their throats are bulging like bullfrogs but still i'm like oh, okay cool so essentially <laughs> the mayor it, refuses it was meant to be a racist joke that, that, that's really all you need to know okay that's fair it, it fucking flew over my head completely but whatever so, yeah, the French military decides to nuke Springfield because the mayor refused to apologize. <laughs> so they launch a nuke. What did it say on it? Inside, inside, or inside? Intel, inside. Intel, inside. Yeah, yeah, it was it, a computer thing from yeah, the 90s. I'm like, that looks so fucking familiar, but I don't know what the fuck that is. The Intel yeah. processor. <laughs> it, oh, God. Int 
Remember when it was a big deal, but did anybody really understand what it was? No, no, uh, I still don't. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> you didn't understand the whole thing about the French. You didn't understand what a processor is. How to do. The, anyway, continue. <laughs> okay, so yeah. They launch a nuke towards Springfield, and it flies <laughs> past the mayor's office. I bet I'm going to get blamed for this, too. But... <laughs> what is... <laughs> <laughs> what is possibly the funniest moment in all of Simpsons history finally occurs. The nuke is flying, right? And that big, fat, nerdy motherfucker is... Comic book guy. Comic book guy. He's just walking, and he's complaining about Aquaman marrying a a normal woman. He's reading an Aquaman comic out loud to himself. He's just like, you can't marry a normal woman. You're part of two different worlds. And he looks up... And the nuke flies in his face. And, and, we're, and we're in the nuke's POV. So yes. he's just flying towards the screen. You see his eyes widen. And he's just like, I wasted my life in the most depressing voice I've ever heard. And it's like, holy shit. It's like, oh, we know people like that. Holy <laughs> they, fuck. That's we, the best we, stuff we do. We, 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 we may actually be those people. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> I, I think it was funnier than it was to it most people. It was way funnier than it was ever meant to be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was it, it, it was one of those jokes that hit really close. Yeah, and uh, okay, so yeah, well, this is all happening. Homer was out looking for bomb shelters and whatnot. So this whole time, he was just chilling in a bomb shelter, just looking around, reading a freaking calendar, just like, I don't get it. I don't the get Gary it. Larson calendar. The, the Gary Larson calendar, there you go, yeah. Which Gary Larson does did the uh, Far Side comic strip. Yeah, I think the reason why it was... Like trying to buy new ones because he had a oh yeah the one set up yeah. in his back yeah, he had a cardboard set up in his backyard box. cardboard box with USA number one on it and what, what do you have a broom the, yeah uh, umbrella. umbrella an umbrella oh, an umbrella is the flag and whatnot and it's just like he's <laughs> just like I hope you're proud of yourself I am good I'm proud of you you should be I don't want to be in it I don't care cool cool <laughs> so yeah um back to where we were yeah Homer was in the bomb shelter the whole time so. He didn't get affected by the nuke at all, and apparently radioactive fallout isn't a thing, because this thing just happened. Killed everybody, but left everything intact. Which I'm like, oh, okay, so, cool. So yeah, Homer's, It's a cartoon, Zach. Fair enough. <laughs> a Halloween cartoon. Also fair enough. So yeah, Homer's driving. He's stuck in traffic because everybody's dead and, you know, not driving. Gets out of the car, tells a skeleton of... Ne- was it Ned? Uh, no, it wasn't no, Ned. It was Ned. Kirk Van Houten, Millhouse's dad. Yeah, Millhouse, that's it. Yeah, Millhouse's dad. Actually, um, I don't think he was named until the Nightmare in Evergreen Terrace episode of the, from the Trials of Horror. Oh. Because like, he appeared yeah. in episodes, but I don't think they actually gave him a name until uh, until a Halloween episode. So way down yonder. Cool. So yeah, he punches him in the face and his head explodes, and then Homer realizes, oh shit, everyone's dead! Because there's a newspaper down, and for some reason... As the nuke was going off, they were able to print a paper saying, Nuke approaching Springfield. It's called exposition, Zach. Yeah, sure. It needs to happen somehow when you have and, and six then, minutes to tell a story. Even though it makes no logical sense, but okay, cool. And, and then also earlier in the episode, they had a hippo become a deputy, and they also had that written in the newspaper as No, well. in, in the newspaper was, Hippo gets promoted. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Regardless. So yeah, once Homer realizes everybody's dead and his family's dead, uh, he just starts partying around the city, doing whatever the fuck he wants. And we, we go to him in a church dancing naked because 
reasons. Why not? I mean, wouldn't you if you were the last person alive? No. So yeah, homie was, was dancing yeah, naked dancing in a naked church. church. <laughs> what, no. what a way to go back to it. So homie was dancing naked in a church. And uh, yeah, a bunch of mutants show up and want to kill him because, you know, reasons. They're mutants. Yeah. Yeah. So they chase him all the way back to his house. He gets in and... His family survived because the house was painted in so many coats of lead paint that it was just a <laughs> nuclear bomb shelter already uh, all on its own. He, Homer's like uh, super happy, loving his family. The mutants get all sentimental. Aw, maybe we can leave together. Marge is like, yeah, sure we can. No! Everybody whips out a double barrel and just shoots the shit out of the mutants. Living with mutants. Fuck you! Hey, let's go steal a Ferrari! And then it, the, the episode ends. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was, it was a fun segment. It was a very fun segment. It was. Yeah. It had a funny moment. The, I, uh, Zach, it had several funny moments, and you, you were laughing laugh. at you several laughing. of them. You have pretty no hard. proof of this. We the, have it on recording. You laughing the whole the, time. Yeah, from this. Yes, we did. It was a very fun segment um, based heavily on the 1971 Charlton Heston movie, The Omega Man, which is actually based on Richard Matheson's novel, I Am Legend. Um, it was the second film adaptation of I Am Legend, the first being the 1964 Vincent Price movie, The Last Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. And then there was The Omega Man. And then there was, of course, the 2007 Will Smith movie, I Am, I Am Legend. Legend. Um, the Will Smith one is actually the closest to the book. They still, like, they get a lot of stuff right in that one, but there's still, there's still room for improvement, I feel. So it's maybe another 20 or 30 years we'll get another adaptation. It's such a timeless story that it could be redone. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, there, there was, it's been a really long time since I've seen The Omega Man, but there was some stuff in this segment just taken straight out of it. Like the mutant design, that's from The Omega Man. The scene where Homer's in the movie theater is from The Omega Man, but instead of watching a Chris Farley movie, because Chris Farley movies did not exist yet in 1971, I think he was watching the Woodstock documentary. Oh, he um, wouldn't know that. Which, it's a little weird yeah. watching Charlton Heston watch Woodstock. Yeah, that is weird. And I think the uh, <laughs> the car that the mutants were driving, I think that was also from the Omega Man. Oh, really? I'm oh, not no. as sure about that one. Like I said, it's been, I haven't seen the movie since late high school, early college. Huh? Um, but I, I feel like I vaguely remember something like that car in the movie. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, it's... um. What, what, Math, what Richard Matheson had to say about the Omega Man was it's so far removed from the book, I can't even be mad about it. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, kinda, shit. Also, it was kind of funny when Homer was running from when he got into the uh, hearse. Yeah, it was actually scared of the coffin. The yeah, I got a coffin. It's like, really? He's not phased by the, the mutants or the have, dead have, have you, have you, have bodies you, around where, him. Where have you been, Homer? You pushed the skeleton out of the door to get in there. But you're afraid <laughs> right. of the fucking coffin. The coffin. Coffin. The uh, oh, yeah, it was great. The uh, so um, episode yeah, two. I, yeah. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts on Omega Man? It was entertaining. It was yeah. entertaining. I, I, I think it's definitely one of the funniest segments we've had. Yeah, with um, with, with one incident was hilarious. With yeah. one with one yeah. joke, there really again goes back to my theory about the Simpsons. Most of it's okay, some of it's good, but every once in a while you get a really, really fucking good joke that just itches. And according you. to the IMGB trivia page for this episode, that line, Oh, I Wasted My Life, is one of Matt Groening's favorite lines in the series. Nice. I respect <laughs> him. 
Respect. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it was fun. It's a fun episode. Yeah. Zach is still fucking laughing about it. Again, I stand by what I said. That joke is funny. <laughs> fucking be- face. The, the, that, that joke is funny because it hits very close to home. But it's just everything about it. It's the fact that you're seeing it from the missile's point of view, the delivery of the line, the look on his face, the build up to it. Perfect. Perfect. Everything about that scene was perfect. I love it. It was pretty darn great. Oh, oh, oh yeah, God, my head hurts. It's great. The. Uh, so anyway, ep- so, episode two. Segment two, fly versus fly. Mark. So uh, so it is essentially a uh, um, parody, ripoff, homage, whatever you want to call it, to the fly. Um, it uh, it starts with Homer and the rest of the Simpsons clan. And actually, before you keep going, that's two direct spoofs in one episode. Yeah. Have we is- had that yet? I at least th- leaning this, at least having both of them lean this heavily into what they're. Um, no, not as far as I know. No, no. I don't think so. Dude, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. When I first saw the title sequence for this, I thought they were gonna do like a more spy versus spy joke because they yeah. had the fly the versus logo fly was in, really similar. Yeah, it was yeah. in black and really white. I'm similar. like, oh, that's ooh, that's a good one. That right. that, so that would have been an interesting parody if if we combined the fly with spy versus spy. That nice. would, that I was really awesome. hoping for some dumb shit like that, but no, we got the fly oh fly. spy versus spy. That was good. What saying. a great show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, um, so yeah. As far as I know, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think they've had two parodies back to back. Brandon is going to his phone right now to research it. But in the meantime, while he's looking up that. Uh, the episode begins with the Simpsons clan going to a garage sale. In the in such garage sale, it happens to be the home of the Professor res- Frank. Professor Frank, the resident nerd. Nerdy. He'll make you laugh. He'll make you think. Uh, sure. Um, nerd, uh, mad scientist, Einstein, nerd. like the, um, uh, evil fucking genius. Sure, all D, all of the above. So in Trials of Horror Three, we did have. The Crest of the Clown Doll, which was a spoof of the Living Doll episode of Twilight Zone, and King Kong. Oh, but yeah, I guess that is. The Crest of the Clown is more inspired by the premise than an actual outright spoof of it. Yeah, fair enough. Then we had the next year where we had the spoof of the Nightmare at 20,000 Feet Twilight Zone and Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, so we had a few. Yes, yeah, so we've had a few. We had a few. So. Uh, anyway, so uh, so they're uh, going around and taking a look at a few of the various items. I think Bart finds some, uh, like, a, instead of a mood ring, he finds some mood pants. I don't know if they were mood pants or just multicolor, constantly changing tie-dye pants that I'm sure Brandon would absolutely love a pair of. No, mm-hmm. those were tacky as all hell. <laughs> wow. Wow. The uh, Okay. <laughs> The I, I'm good to know where Brandon's lines are. Exactly, um, he uh, has uh, limits. Yeah, he has. She's. I did. I, I had no idea. No, uh, nobody did. Uh, nobody did. Not the, their, not their return his Christmas gift. The, <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. The uh, I went back in a time machine. And I yeah. went to the 1990s and I found some fucking tie dye pants. It took me forever. And there cost me a lot. Of- and they were the cool ones too. The ones that like actually had real paint on them and everything yeah. else it was great. Oh, now maybe if they came with some suspenders. Oh, maybe it was maybe the legit the legit stuff, like in those after school specials with all those kids trying to sell oh. trying to sell hooked on phonics yeah. or zoo books. The uh, um, anyway, 
The uh, so the episode continues. Uh, Homer finds a uh, transporter, um, uh, very much of the same of the fly, um, for on sale for two dollars. Homer Homer bargains it down to thirty five cents. because he's a cheap bastard. So and he brings it home with, with the ingenious idea of 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 using it for pure convenience. Um, he tries it out first by putting it downstairs uh, and then upstairs so he can literally walk through. And then he doesn't realize that it also lights him on fire, uh, which is pretty <laughs> great. The, uh, and then he uh, puts it next to the fridge uh, where he, uh, um, he can uh, basically have it next to the couch and reach right through and grab a beer. He ends up a- accidentally grabbing the ear medicine for the cat, uh, which is pretty great because he loved it. They love the taste of it. I'm just so confused about why is ear medicine in a can like that? It's the Simpsons. It's the Simpsons. (laughs) And I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, uh, so, and then eventually he put it next. You know, I've seen this episode many, many times throughout my childhood, teenage years, college years, adulthood. Never questioned it. I never questioned that. Yeah, I knew that was coming. The, uh. We're glad Zach, to know I'm the only one. <laughs> Zach has now has now blown Brendan's mind with bringing up the reality of why that there is cat ear medicine. And now that he owns a fridge. cat and he's now discovering the joys and horrors of owning <laughs> a cat, he's like, wait, what the oh. fuck would you even use that for? You put things like that in hey, the I fridge, like but I didn't cat. realize it came in a can. That yeah, yeah that, that, that's, the, that's the key right there. The, uh, however, I guess in Springfield, everything can, in fact, come in a can. Pretty much. Uh, so, and then eventually it gets to the point where Homer <laughs> is so lazy that he puts it next to the toilet and, and he starts to piss in the living room. And that's where Marge has had enough. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, Homer, enough! <laughs> the, you know, uh, so, um, the, uh, and then he says, oh, and then they continue. Um, Bart, uh, throughout this entire time, is pestering Homer to go ahead and use it. Homer says, no, 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 it's not a toy. This uh, thingy-me-bob. Um, uh, this, this Highly sophisticated doo-wacky. <laughs> thank you. Because um, uh, thank you, Mr. Shakespeare. Um, I appreciate that. But that well, as big... long as he's not Edgar Allan Poe. It, it was... Fuck you. So, <laughs> so much, bro. So much. Anyway, um, uh, 100%. The uh, um, so Bart eventually disobeys his father as he always does, and he um, goes ahead and starts fucking around with it. Um, he is planning on robbing a bank, uh, which I don't think they ever really with a, div- cat. Di- with a cat, but like I don't know where the- I don't know oh, how he was planning on accomplishing know. that. He, he's with a the, child, Mark. With the, the, literally, the transporter was right next to it, so I don't know where he was. How do you and get it in the bank? Is my question. He like, wasn't. He wasn't exactly a uh, you know Danny Ocean kind of thinking. He, the, he's a ten-year-old kid. Yeah, he, it, it wasn't really a well thought out plan. So, but within within that opportunity, um, he found out because uh, it's son is it um, Santa's little helper. Yeah, Santa's little helper jumped at the cat. They both went into the machine and very much like the fly, they combined together. Um, uh, they uh, combined their two front halves together and then their two back halves. Oh, they are essentially gross. cat dog. Yeah, essentially cat yeah. dog. And that part's going to Lisa. The, uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, uh, and, uh, the, uh, and then Bart uh, ends up getting a fly on him um, and then said, you know, um, and he starts to imagine about him being Flyboy or Flyman. Superfly. Superfly. Which wow. is. I like how you're just realizing what he said. Wow. That is painfully 90s. Uh, 90s? 90s? Are you out of your 70s. mind? 70s. Thank 70s. you. Uh, yeah. Even Zach knows that, Mark. The, uh, 
And Zach hates the 70s. Zach hates most things. What? I like the 80s. The, uh, well, yeah. And you do like By most of the point. 90s. The, uh, oh, yeah, most of the 90s Most cool. of the 90s. Everything before 2005 and after 80 is, like, perfect for me. That's a, that's a nice little meme to grab for them. Anyway. Yeah, Superfly was 1972. Wow. The oh. daily routine of cocaine dealer priest who wants to score one more super deal and retire. Well, well, that's Starring a, Ron O'Neill. That is a movie that needs to be watched. That uh, sounds like one hell of a time. Indeed, it does. So, uh, so uh, Bart, uh, thinking very, you know, clearly, because of course he thought through that whole bank robbery about two seconds ago. He said, "How can this not be a great idea? Like, I'd be stupid not to do this." So, um, uh, essentially, he is certainly Homer's son. He, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, uh, the oh, by the way, I missed the part about how he came up with the idea. A fly landed on his hand. So and then uh, he clenches it in his fist. Uh, correct, and then he jumps right into the machine, and then the uh, plan, of course, backfires, and all that is transported is his head to the fly, um, and he has a fly body, and then of course the fly's head gets uh, enormously large and gets attached to the uh, Bart's body, and the family just accepts it uh, as they often do. So Bart ends up enjoying his time as a fly. He uh, fucks around with, uh, I'm assuming, an Italian. Uh, Spider, which uh, that was a reference from the original 1958 movie. The ending is like it's a similar setup. There's it's a similar setup to the Jeff Goldblum movie where there's a scientist messing around with the teleportation machine. DNA gets gets mismatched with the fly. You get the fly's head and hand on his body, and actually between Mark and David is a bobblehead of that. Mm. Um, and then it's not revealed what happens to the professor's head until the very end where the camera just kind of pans down on this spider's web that's outside the mansion and you see a fly with the professor's body and he's stuck in the spider web and there's this spider inching towards him he, and he's just screaming in his little, little tiny fly voice help me, help me and that's the end of the movie nice Nice, I dig it. So, so anyway, uh, Bart um, uh, again um, is tired of being a fly. He wants to go back, um, and he also sees that he's been essentially replaced by the the giant fly, who has now ta- taken part of their lives. Um, he is disgustingly eating maple syrup off of a, off of a plate. He ends <laughs> up eating sugar, um, which Homer tries to steal at a couple different occasions. Um, eventually he, um, uh, the fly attacks Bart because Bart tries to come back. Um, then he, Bart sneaks back into the house, talks to Lisa, gets into the saxophone, gets an opportunity to chat with her, uh, which is all, what's all fine and dandy. And then the fly goes ahead and, uh, tries to attack Lisa. Um, and, uh, then, then some chaos ensues. And I can't remember the, 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 the one... And there's one really gross part before then where Homer... When, yeah, when Bart is trying to talk to his family, but because he's so small, they just think he's a normal fly. And then Flyhead just starts attacking him and chases him out the window. And Homer's proud of him. And kisses him on the forehead and then and giant slime oh. comes off of him and it's nasty. Uh, um, and, then, and then quickly after that, um, uh, uh, the, uh, um, the fly attempts to uh, uh, attack Lisa and eat, and eat her. Yep. Um, and, and 
Yeah, Bart, Bart is able to warn her because uh, he flies up to her lamp and she sees the silhouette of his head. Oh, yeah, that's right. She can't hear him, but she gets the idea of having him fly into her saxophone. saxophone. And, and then, and then um, uh, Bart... And she's mad because she let the fly head use her toothbrush. Yeah, uh, yeah another gross moment. Uh, and then Bart um, eventually, uh, um, in, in kind of a way, um, gets in front, of, uh, in front of the fly, makes the, the fly head eat him. And Lisa's like, well, you shouldn't have done that. And then she kicks him into the machine. And then, alas, they turn back to normal. And then the um, uh, then they go down back downstairs. And then Homer um, gets super pissed that he used the machine. And then pulls out an axe and starts chasing him around. Um, so And Marge just has this look on her face like, mm-hmm. here they go again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like she's not even phased by the fact that her husband is chasing their son it, with an axe. That was my favorite moment of that episode. Actually my, my favorite moment was one that I didn't I didn't get to mention when the when the fly head is chasing Lisa around and Lisa's screaming, He's trying to oh, kill me and then Homer's like, No one likes a tattletailer, Lisa <laughs> He's like strangling her in and the kitchen like, and he's like Casually gets a beer from the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. The uh, yeah, there's was, was a couple of funny. It was a good one. It was, yeah. it was decent. The um, uh, so it, yeah, it was fun. It was definitely not as good as the first one, but it was fun. The uh, but uh, I any, enjoyed that one at least, especially like the last um, part of that segment. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. with Homer, just because it's like we anticipate him to destroy the machine with the axe, and he just turns around. He's <laughs> like, "I'll teach you to mess with my machine." Just. I'm not gonna hurt you. Oh, like, oh, here we go. The uh, so perfect. I I really enjoyed this one too. Um, well, that's because you love the fly. Yeah, I do like the fly. Um, I've not seen all the movies. I've seen the original. I've seen the sequel to the original. I have not seen the third one. Mm. And then, of course, I've seen the Jeff Goldblum remake from 1986, which I actually think that's Jeff Goldblum's best performance. Mm-hmm. Um, the makeup effects in that one is just so gross and so great. Um, probably my second favorite David Cronenberg movie, right after History of Violence, which would make it my favorite Cronenberg horror movie. Nice. Um, it's also my favorite body horror movie. Um, and then there's also The Fly 2 with Eric Stoltz. It's okay. For everybody who doesn't remember who Eric Stoltz is, he's the guy who uh, was in Back to the Future for about two seconds. Yeah. For he was then replaced again by Michael J. Fox. Yeah. And there's hidden footage of, of that somewhere. Did they eventually put it into the bonus features of the the Blu-ray for Back to the Future? I think they did. The, uh, it's a fucking there, awesome movie. There, there's some questionable <laughs> things in it, but it, it, is certainly, it is certainly a great movie. It's, it's a great movie. It is a great movie. Um, but yeah, I really liked this segment. Definitely has some of the grosser moments of the Halloween episodes. Yeah. Particularly because of the flyhead. The flyhead was so detailed, and then of course they had the slime later on, and it was really gross. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That was definitely pretty cool. So, any other final thoughts on episode two? It's better than the Raven. <laughs> you can't, can't, you can't do that every, to everything. I'm going to keep doing it until I come up with something better. Number three. Number three. Easy Bake Coven. Oh, David. God. I love this. Um, just because I love period pieces. That's why I picked it. But um, it takes place in, I guess, during like the uh, Salem Witch Trials. Yeah, 1600 so. Springfield with the funny spelling. you got a dirty mind. <laughs> I know where your mind's going, buddy. I can't look at Zach. I can't. It's the reason why we're... Oh, my God. This, again, going back to why that nerd joke is so Eddie's. important at the beginning of the first episode. <laughs> I really have wasted my life. <laughs> 
I get in a car crash tonight and everything else, I'm, that's what I'm going to think about before I go through the fucking windshield. This <laughs> is I've wasted my life. Look, don't die tonight, because if you do, I'm sorry. I'm going to laugh my ass off at your funeral knowing what your last words were. I would accept it, Zach. Your dad's going to fucking hate me, but I'm going to be like, I don't care. This is what I got to deal with, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're I the got period and actually, you're not here as much as Brandon is, so Brandon's most of the time the referee here. No. He, he's, he's, spent... a, he's an instigator uh, sometimes. Yeah, I, I'm way more of an instigator yeah. than a referee. What are you talking true. about? I pretend I'm the referee, but I'm really not. I'm acting like I'm the referee. <laughs> Brandon is an actor. Well, ain't that a thought? Ugh. That's not. Anyway, episode three. Anyway, um, Salem with Trials. Um, we're... At the stake where three accused witches are burning. Yep. Um, one of them happens to be uh, Seymour Skinner's uh, mom. So she's like, I'll see you, I'll see you in Seymour. Goodbye, Goodbye mother. mother. The, uh, which is, it, you have to be a Simpsons fan yeah. to, to or, like, that. or familiar with this story. Yeah. But if you are, it's pretty fucking hilarious. It really is. <laughs> um, and then after the um, burning, they're, we're in the church and they're, the town's trying to figure out the next people that condemned um, witches. And then Marge kind of had enough and stands up and tries to reason with the um, the town. Don't do that in this time and, period. Yeah, oh, did, don't oh. not. <laughs> no. uh, where um, Mo starts accusing her as being a witch. And it was like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense because your your clothes are a lot wider than mine. <laughs> She's got the fucking A on, on her She's got the A patch on her. Yeah. And before that, like, Bart's trying to get Lisa to, to get uh, accused as being a witch. She's a witch. She put a spell on me. Oh my and then God. Marge sits him down. So, yeah. Um, and then they, they condemn her, I guess. Or they're trying to do what's called a, um, they give a her due a process. They trial, due yeah, process. Yeah, due process. Where <laughs> they give, <laughs> we're at the edge of a, a cliff. They give her a broom. And the goal is to push her off. And if she... If she makes it, and she, it turns out that she's a witch, she's supposed to come back for her torture and beheading. Death, and beheading. <laughs> so, and if she and if she if she doesn't, she dies in the she, ravine. She dies as a good Christian person. Yeah. <laughs> the um and, and God for all the for all the people who are not familiar with history, man, I wish that was a joke. It is not. That is. It's funny because it's true. The um, so fucked up. painfully true. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, you know what happens? They push her off the cliff, or um, police chief Wiggum and his um, Lou and Eddie, Lou and Eddie, or their sixteen hundreds counterparts. Yeah. <laughs> they push uh, Marge off the cliff, and they, you know, it, they have a beat for a second. They thought that um, she was dead or whatnot, so she wasn't a witch. And then all of a sudden, she's flying on the broom and laughing, and her skin tone's all green. And Greed Richie, as the Hulk. And they're all like, huh, okay. And I think Homer's kind of horrified. It's like, wait a minute, yeah. what? And she casts a few spells before she yeah, off. yeah. She turned Wiggum into a gopher, yeah. Lou and Eddie into a snowman. Yeah, because she was like, yeah, I'm the one that, fairy. like, you know, um, ruined your crops and whatnot. And then, uh, was it Lenny? He's like, yeah, you're the one that ruined my... Um, my crops. My no, crops. that was gophers. But we killed all the gophers. Not like, all of them. That's when she turned Wiggum into a gopher. Yeah. 
And, and then her like, hair explodes into bats. Yeah, it's like, there's a rest of you for pushing me out. Oh, no, she turns... Um, Lou and Eddie into Lou a Eddie. snowman. And, <laughs> into uh, a snowman princess. and a princess. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. It's fucked up. And then for the rest of you, bats. bats. And they run out, and then she um, flies to a cave where she meets her other her sisters, who are also witches. And they're there brewing a pot, and they're like, oh, I didn't know you were going to be here. I would have baked the cat. <laughs> It's like, yeah, they found out I was a witch. I had to leave my family. And they're like, oh, you finally left... Um, Durwood. Durwood. His name <laughs> is Homer. <laughs> Whatever. And then we uh, end up uh, at the Flanders, I think, where they're um, dreading the witches coming back to um, do something horrible to them. Um, or they're pretty much thinking witches are plotting their demise, essentially. And they're talking about, yeah, they don't want the witches coming to kidnap their kids and eat them. And then the witches are kind of um, watching, watching essentially. It's like, wait a minute, we were just going to go and steal their shoes. Like, steal their kids. A good idea is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> a good idea is a good idea. What? <laughs> Not inaccurate. <laughs> but yeah, they um, <laughs> ended up at the Flanders with some uh, sacks for the, the kids to get in. And then um, Ned's wife, Maud, right? Is that his, his wife's name? Yeah, Maud. Maud. He's like, um, brought, brings like a gingerbread, like cookies. Like, here, I wanted you um, eat some of these uh, gingerbread kids instead. And they're boneless. He, they're boneless. And they're like, ooh. Okay. Holy shit. They take a bite and they love it. And they go to the next house, essentially trick-or-treating. Because they realize that they could scare the town into giving them treats. <laughs> so they, um, the last house they went to, they had a caramel apple and then I think. A candied apple and a caramel cod. Caramel cod. <laughs> 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 fucking gross. Oh, disgusting. Uh. And then they realize, like, um, hey, this is much easier or better. Um, we should have thought about this before we filled up on children's before children before we got before to Flanders. <laughs> Whoops. Womp womp. Yeah, and then they fly out and a year later is a tradition. Everyone's trick-or-treating. And apparently Homer's the genie. <laughs> no, 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 no. And not the Disney blue genie. No, he's, he's the, I, 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 I genie. genie. Yeah, the fucking nose-wiggling, blinking, blonde. That's from... Witched. Oh, that's bewitched. Yeah, yeah. How many genies the, are there? The well, the witch, witch is a witch, witch, not a genie. It was around the same time, Zach. It's 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 perfectly understandable that you get those confused. Yeah. The yeah. um, they're they are basically the same fucking show, though. Which did anybody ever see the yeah. Will Ferrell Bewitched movie? I did. Yes, I enjoyed it. Wait a minute, there's a Wolf I'm a Bewitched witch. movie. I'm a Clippers fan. So what? So <laughs> so David, what did Homer end up doing? When he uh, was dressed with a, you know showing his. Uh, there was a house that you know there wasn't answering to their call or whatever was throwing rocks and eggs at the house and Lisa's like dad that's our house <laughs> starts laughing at him <laughs> and he turns around which and then starts chasing Lisa <laughs> the uh, oh, perfect Lisa. way to end the episode yeah that was pretty great the uh, that was that was funny just cause I'd probably would do that too if I got pissed somebody got smart with me which <laughs> yeah. uh oh tell Lily I'm not gonna lie so I for funniest moment, does anybody have 
a choice other than oh I wasted my life. Oh, I, are, are well, we I can't. I can't do that. No. It's a, I think oh, we're crap. unanimous. On yeah, this that's one. that was absolutely absolutely. That that might be the funniest joke of the entire treehouse. I agree. And then <laughs> for scariest, grossest, or creepiest moment, definitely the fly. Anything with the fly. Yeah, anything with the fly slime. I think was pretty gross, especially Homer kissing it. So he just gets like that. Yeah, you know, I like you guys say the kissing thing, but you completely forget about the goddamn tooth. It's one thing to put your mouth on the outside. That thing went in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that does. Yeah. You don't see it, but it does paint a picture. Yeah, I told him that I was like, "Oh, I know what I'm doing for the nastiest moment." And then they did that live braid and turned to me, and he's like, "You spoke too soon, Mark." Oh, um, yeah. So I think we're pretty unanimous on funniest and grossest moments. Yeah, that's. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, uh, okay. Uh, least favorite segment of the episode. Or just least. I'm gonna go with three, just by default. Um, it's not that I didn't enjoy it; I just happened to enjoy the other ones a little bit more. I'm pretty much in the same thought. Like I said, all three are very solid, and I mean that's that's the thing about when you have three solid yeah. ones. When we're picking a least favorite, one does have to come out on bottom. Of course. And yeah, I did enjoy the first two a little bit more. The first one I thought was hilarious. The second one I thought had that balance of humor and grossness. And, yeah, uh, the third one I thought had some really beautiful animation, though. Mm -hmm. Like, the old-time Springfield looked great. The green skin on the witches looked great. Some of the shots of the witches flying against the moon were great. Um, So, yeah, each segment definitely had something to offer. This was... I'd love to go back and and just this thought about, like, us picking, like, the best and worst... I found that a lot of times the ones the ones that we pick as the worst often have the best animation. Um, it's it seemed like it seemed to I have to go back and listen yeah. but, uh, listen to it, but it's it seems like a lot of the ones that we picked for worse always ended up being us saying, "Oh, but the animation was great, but it just wasn't as like funny or this or that." It happened to be the least. So I I would I'm gonna have to go back and listen to the, all the recordings, but that, I think that would be I remember interesting when I start editing all of these yeah. it'll be interesting to see if i notice any trends between our best picks and our worst picks oh i'm sure there's going to be that's just one that happened to spring into my head right right this moment the um so zach worst one i guess the fly the, the fly for you yeah sure fair <laughs> so under enthused um, again uh, it's not as bad as the raven sure what made you pick it as the uh, bottom one for this trio i was disappointed it wasn't a spy versus spy gig <laughs> the title was misleading. Fair enough. The uh, I get that. Yeah. I, I did like the Bart flyhead design, and I liked that it was a spoof of the fly without being like it wasn't like King. It wasn't like King Homer or the Shinning, where it was a direct tie, rip yeah, off. Or it was just where mm, it felt shot like we for have shots. To, we have to yeah. hit all these beats. It was you know what it's spoofing, but they're bringing it into the Simpsons universe rather than trying to cram the Simpsons universe into the movie. Yeah. It didn't suffer from the Psycho remake syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. The um, uh, but uh, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, favorite segment. One Is that a serious question. One. Absolutely. Three. The first yeah. one. Three for me. Three. Oh, oh shit. Okay, oh, that yeah. was a we serious. We have one holdout. Oh yeah, one, one holdout. holdout. All right, all right. I, I pick Omega Man as well. Yeah, I'm gonna. So it's uh three against one. Well, fuck you guys. The, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, I, fuck I, your period piece. Yeah. Yeah, the, it would have been the fly, but like I think the fly could have been a. Little, a little bit better when it comes to like the gross factor. Yeah, like yeah. that when he was like strangling that. Lisa, who was trying to like eat 
Lisa, I thought that that was actually going to make contact with her face. If, for, if I remember correctly, as a kid, I thought it did. When I was like remembering the episode when we were watching it right now, I thought it was going to land. Huh? So I thought it was going to be a little bit more grosser. I'm also going to point out, because I, I've definitely mentioned <laughs> this as what I consider a successful treehouse segment, and I think all three of these hit that mark. Oh, yeah. I agree. Is good beginning middle and end yeah like each one yeah, of seg- each one of these segments was a well-structured complete story uh, that none of them really fell off at the end like some of the weaker segments have in the past mm-hmm. like each yeah. one has a clear ending each one has a clear setup and yeah yeah i'm definitely behind. i thought this was a very successful episode yeah Fair enough, fair enough. So, gentlemen. Any last mm. thoughts before final, we sign off? Final thoughts. David. No. <laughs> no, no final <laughs> thoughts for Dave. Everything's no. been said. Just a hard news. Just a doom. Zach. Squirrels. Brandon. I already gave my final thoughts. Awesome. It, um, it was pretty cool. Um, uh, it was a good, solid uh, episode of Treehouse. I definitely, um, I recommend this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been a quick time. So, Brandon, right. sign us out. So... You're welcome for that 35 cents worth of entertainment that you just got for free. Be sure to follow us at Midwest Horror Network on all of our social medias at YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Slasher. And of course, check out all of our other great material that we got running. We also have the Nightmares podcast where we discuss all things horror, movies, television shows, video games, comic books. We also get... A lot of great interviews on there with directors, uh, musicians, musicians, uh, musicians, composers, um, artists, people who run non-for-profit organizations, uh, but it is all related to the horror community. In addition, the awesome show Screaming Room where we react, comments, and, eat, and discuss. watch, discuss, watch, talk about um, any other adverbs or verbs that I'm missing. The, You're Italian. Uh, you should be good at this. Often, uh, um, uh, well, uh, lesser known horror movies, and then also Zach's exclusive show, "Let's Play a Game," where he discusses plays yes. and uh, you know runs around like a crazy madman, um, uh, talking about some of the most popular horror video games around in these days. Maybe even some lesser known ones as well. So, yeah. thank you so much. Uh, we always appreciate you listening. Take it easy. Happy October eighth. <laughs>